My name is Dr. Keith McLaughlin, and you are listening to the Limitless Life Cairo podcast. I want to thank you so much for tuning into this free healing information. And ultimately, we're hoping to impact not only your life, but the lives of your communities as well as the world. We are here to help you level up to your limitless life. And of course, anything that's said or done on this podcast does not constitute any medical advice, treatment, or diagnosis. Please seek out the proper physician or healthcare practitioner. Enjoy. What happens when your plans fall through? So I wanted to break into this because that's exactly what happened in my first week in the new year. Um, So I got started off with the week by actually thinking, I almost thought I broke my toe um, and follow up at the end of the week of getting sick to the point where I couldn't function. Uh, I had all these plans for starting off the new year and getting off to a strong start and everything kind of went to crap. So we'll talk a little bit about what happens when your plans fall through and uh, kind of adaptability around that. Uh, There's always going to be a time where things don't go our way. And oftentimes we plan for life to go into this some type of linear process, Uh, especially in our healing journey. We have this expectation like, I'm just going to continue to get better step by step and everything's going to be hunky-dory. And often I find where it's what happens is as we're going through our healing journey, it all of a sudden reveals oh my gosh, I have a really bad relationship with my mom or, oh my gosh, I have this thing that comes up with my partner and how I associate with partnerships or I have this issue when it comes to dating or I have this issue when it comes to making friends or whatever that thing is or maybe I have issues with um, having conversations with people, whatever it is. We have this thing that comes up and kind of reveals itself and it doesn't feel good. And so as we're going through the process, our plans kind of get knocked off course because we had this pretty picture of how things will go through stair-step process. And oftentimes people will get discouraged and they try to kind of go back to where they started and they kind of fall back a little bit. So when stuff hits the fan and really it's not going the way you want, it's actually a moment to get excited because it's, it's actually a sign of progress because we're becoming aware of something new that we didn't know before. And so it's important to, instead of emotionally breaking down or emotionally closing down, is make a mental note of it. Like write it down. You can literally write it down or journal on it and make a mental note and ask yourself, why am I having this experience? And that's exactly what happened last Thursday or Friday. I got really sick and I asked, why is this coming to my life? Why isn't this coming to my life? And I'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, something I call the movie theater effect. I don't know if this is an actual thing. I actually didn't look it up on Google or something. Maybe maybe it means something else, but I'm, that's what I'm calling it. And I'll explain that in a second why I'm calling it that. Um, so when we get caught up into this world of thinking that everything's off course, everything's not going the way it should and all this type of stuff. And really what you should start doing is planning for things to go wrong. Like have the expectation that things might not go the way that I want them to. And what's going to be my response or what's going to be my behavior to respond to that in the way that we're expecting. And I always have that mindfulness as people are going through their healing journey in here is what if I start working on somebody and their pain increases? What's the next step? And my next step typically is to determine is this a normal pain is increasing as in things are fluctuating and things are changing or is this a pain increasing as things are getting worse? Because that means we need to change direction or change course, right? And it's much like, you know, taking your ship out of the harbor and we're going to a new location. 
is what's my compass, right? What's the, what direction is the wind? What direction are we going? How are the stars aligning? And we don't really, can't really just see and use the naked eye to see where we're going. We need to use some type of metrics or some type of way to guide us into that point of seeing where are we going and not just have an emotional reaction to what's going on. So it's really important for us to take a step back, take a breather or whatever method to get you back to baseline. And I definitely recommend the first stage of SRI, which is literally just placing your hands over your your bodies and start breathing into it. And this is a great way to just calm yourself back. And once you get back to baseline, then asking, why is this showing up in my life? Why are you here? What's going on? And so I asked that same question. I've been sick over the last about six days. You probably can hear it still a little bit in my voice. And I asked myself, why is this coming to my life, coming to life? And it comes back to something that I was actually planning on talking about a little bit earlier. And I realized I was having the same um, experience. And I call it the movie theater effect. The reason I'm calling it the movie theater effect, and I want you to imagine you go to movies, right? You get to see that new movie that just came out. I'm trying to think of what movies just came out. I'm not a big movie person. But uh, that just move, new movie just came out, right? You go into the theaters, you get your popcorn, all the good stuff, right? Enjoying the salt and you're going through and you're so in this experience and the movie finally finishes and the credits roll up and you have that moment where you almost have to remember who you are. You were so in the movie and so in the experience of it, you almost forgot that you were a separate human being and you weren't the person living the story. And this is what I'm referring to when I say the movie theater effect is like you literally get so drawn into your experience that you're not able to actually depersonalize and just witness your experience, right? So it's like if we are literally so sad that we identify as the sadness and we become the sadness and we can't step back and say, hey, why am I experiencing sadness? What is actually going on here? What am I having in this experience? And so it's it's really hard to catch yourself in that because of the very effect of it. I mean, next time you go to the movie theaters or of that, uh, you know, similarity, kind of check in with yourself and see if you like lose yourself so much in the movie that you forget that you're you. It's kind of an interesting phenomenon that starts to occur. And it's really awesome because we have this like cool entertainment industry that's really good at doing that. So you get to have a really cool experience of that. And we do the same thing in our lives where we get so addicted and so used to a specific type of behavior that essentially we get locked into that reality and so locked in that we forget to even question the reality we're living in. And that's what was happening was I was putting so much of my world onto a metric and onto a table and how I was supposed to show up. And I started becoming robotic with my life. When I got sick, I couldn't live my life that way. I just like physically, I had a physical barrier that wouldn't allow me to do so. Um, I just was non-functional at the time. And as I kind of relaxed and allowed myself to actually relax and not do anything, I started realizing like, am I actually okay with living life this way? And the answer was no. And I was like, oh, I need to modify something. And so it allowed me that opportunity to check in and see, okay, how do I need to change this? Or why am I living this way? And how do I want to modify my behaviors to change how I'm acting or interacting? And behaviors are super huge in that. So when plans don't go awry, a big thing is uh, plan for things to you know fall apart. Um, don't be scared of that. And also don't freak out if they do. Don't You don't have to have an extreme emotional reaction. If you do, then that's okay. If you're having an emotional reaction, check in with the emotion that you're having and check in with why am I having this emotional reaction to this? Or how am I feeling towards the reaction of this, right? And so just checking in and that's kind of that depersonalization where it's like depersonalization, take a quick breath, step back into yourself, get back to baseline, 
step out of the situation, get a clear bird's eye view of what's going on. I'm not telling you to emotionally suppress yourself or to like cut yourself off, but take a quick second to step back and get a good lens and look at the situation and start asking your question, yourself questions. Why is this happening? What do I think has brought this about? What in my behaviors has probably brought this about? What behaviors do I want to do to change this? Or how do I want to respond to this differently in the future? And so asking all these questions start getting you more personalized. And it's good to journal on this. Another good way is just ask a, ask a friend to ask you questions about this or somebody that you trust that knows good out of that. I have found that to work out really well for me is having a good close friend that knows to ask questions in a very deliberate way to help me get to the answer. I oftentimes call it like uh, having a Watson. And the reason I like that terminology comes from Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock basically used to talk about how he didn't actually wanted to confer with Watson. <laughs> he just basically needs somebody to ping ideas off of. He didn't really want Watson's input. It's kind of silly when he brings it up in the book because he's really aggressive and just like selfishly cutting him off. But it's what I'm trying to get at here is like sometimes it just helps to have that kind of pegboard or something to bounce off of people, not for the sake of getting input. And it's also good to get input, but for the sake of being able to hear yourself talk it out and work it out yourself so you can kind of get back to your own answer. So when plans don't go awry, don't freak out. Pay attention if you're getting stuck in this movie theater effect where you're so in the experience that you get lost in the experience. And ask yourself, what what's the different experience or what's the different experience that you want to have? What's your current experience and what behaviors have led to your current experience right now? And what behaviors do you need to change to get a new experience on the opposite end? And what's that experience that you want to change it to? Thank you for listening to the Limitless Life Cairo podcast. Of course, make sure to send us your feedback on what you thought of the episode or any other topics you want us to hop into. And please do share with those who you think it might impact and help change their lives. And of course, if you're out in Tucson, the city's sunsets, and you're looking for a healthcare practitioner, you can look me up, Dr. Keith McLaughlin, at www.limitlesschiropractic.org. Then click Schedule Now, and you can sign up for a free consult with myself and see how we can start getting your life to something even more extraordinary. See you soon.